This is Holly Grimaldi Flores, and you are listening to Holograms, often inspiring, occasionally funny, and sometimes poignant tales to help you through the job of day-to-day living. It's about love, family, health, and community, a slice of life in 10 minutes or less. When I was in my early 20s, I lived in a very rural area in upstate New York. The house was somewhat isolated, and I was sometimes left alone with just the dog, a ferocious-sounding German shepherd named Benson, who was quite a bit more bark than bite. So though I did not, and still do not, have much gun knowledge, I found it comforting to have access to a 22 caliber rifle when I found myself alone one cold, dark winter night when Benson began barking at the door and no one was in sight. The first of several problems with this scenario was that while I knew the 22 was loaded, I was not clear if the red button sticking out meant the safety was on and therefore would not fire, or if it meant the safety was off and would. I decided the only way to find out was to test it, so I laid the gun on the floor and pulled the trigger. The sound and the subsequent hole in the bottom of the bedroom door answered the question. When it comes to this particular firearm, red means go. And while the hole in the door was unfortunate, the dog did stop barking, and whatever or whoever was out there was as terrified as I was having heard the gun fire. The remainder of the evening remained bark and intruder-free. I grew up in an area where opening day of hunting season constituted a school holiday, so it's not like I was never around a gun-toting, deer-shooting, antler-counting, head-mounting population. Following that incident, I realized I was probably more dangerous with a gun than without one and have never found the need or desire to become a gun owner. I don't have a really strong opinion one way or the other on gun ownership, but have always leaned away from gun violence. I'm not picketing against the NRA, but I'm not contributing to them either. I understand the need and right to protect one's home and property, but have never understood the need and right to own multiple assault weapons designed only to create the greatest amount of carnage in the shortest amount of time. However, the increased frequency of mass shootings has me thinking about my right to bear arms. I don't mean to make light of the issue, but I have heard a few potential compromising solutions I could get behind. The first is to allow everyone to carry a firearm, as is written in our Constitution, but in keeping with the understanding of what that would have meant in the era it was written, everyone would only be allowed to carry muskets. Just the time it took to load and reload would cut gun violence to shreds. Ridiculous, you say? Maybe. Maybe not. The second idea I could support is increasing the price of bullets to, say, $3,000 a piece. That would surely make one think twice before randomly shooting a muck. And the third idea, which was proposed to me recently, is that only women should be allowed to own guns. When it comes to mass shootings, you can almost count on the shooter being male. According to a 2014 article in Time magazine, whenever there's a mass shooting or massacre, there's a 98% chance the perpetrator is a man. Defining a mass shooting as one with at least four deceased victims in one location, Mother Jones has compiled a list of 73 such incidents since 1982. Of those listed, only two of the shooters were women, one in Goleta, California in 2006, and most recently, one of two shooters in San Bernardino. The reality is women are less likely to use guns than men. It's not conjecture, but fact. There are several theories on why this is true. For starters, more men own guns than do women. Another factor may be testosterone, as it has been associated with aggression, and according to an article at Bustle.com, it may be as simple as the different way men and women look at violence. Women tend to use violence as a last resort, as a self-defense mechanism. James Allen Fox, a criminologist at Northeastern University, told CNN in July of 2013, men tend to use violence as an offensive weapon. 
Again, I'm not meaning to make light of such a serious subject. I realize mental illness and other factors play a big part in this horrifying issue. But the reality is that more than 80% of the time, men purchase guns used in these shootings legally. So maybe it's time to change the law and leave the guns to the ladies. We'll keep them locked up at home with the safety on. Many of these essays were previously published in the Family Focus section of the Union newspaper, a division of Swift Communications. The podcasts are recorded at KNCO Studios, owned by Nevada County Broadcasters in Grass Valley, California.